This episode is brought to you by Paramount Plus. Get in, loser! Mean Girls is now streaming on Paramount Plus. Join Katie Heron as she meets the plastics and Tina Fey's new twist on the modern classic. Get ready for more of the rumors, backstabbing, and jokes you loved from the original movie with some fetch surprises. Rated PG 13. Wear pink and head to ParamountPlus.com to try it free. Little Wing is now streaming on Paramount Plus. I'm in a period of emotional people. I saw all the oh, I don't care crap. A little adventure. Where are you going? I'm gonna steal a bird from the Russian pigeon mafia. Let's do it. Goes a long way. <laughs> Starring Brooklyn Prince with Kelly Riley and Brian Cox. Life can hurt, but life is sweet. Little Wing, rated PG 13, may be inappropriate for children under 13. Now streaming exclusively on Paramount Plus. Welcome back to Bay Takes Podcast. My name is Mikey. And I'm Gus, and today we've got more NFL game picks for you. Week 5 is right around the corner. It actually just started with the worst game of the NFL season last night. Colts versus Broncos, 21 total points, no touchdowns, a QB dumpster class, as I would call it. It was absolutely terrible. What do you think? Yeah, I think that Russell Wilson, um, he's just absolutely terrible in the red zone. And I think they can get to the red zone. They've done it a lot this year. Um, but he just does not have a safe option and a reliable person in the end zone because it seems like when he forces it to Cortland Sutton, someone else is open and he's not looking at that guy. And when he's not throwing to Cortland Sutton and he's looking at these other guys, then he's also not pushing the ball downfield. So there's definitely a problem there. Um, and it's probably largely due to their coaching abilities because we know Cortland Sutton, we know J- Jerry Judy, and Melvin Gordon um, and Mike Boone, they looked good yesterday. It wasn't their problem. When they had space, they were doing a lot with the ball. The problem is coaching in these plays because they get open when they're not within 20 yards of the, uh, of the end zone, but when they're in the red zone, they are extremely inefficient. I feel like Jerry Judy should be the red zone guy for this team. Like, I just don't know. Like, he's, he's such a great route runner that I feel like he should be able to get open. I'm not saying, like, fade routes. His hands aren't that great, but I don't know. I just feel like he should be able to get open in the red zone. I feel like Rush should look for him and – I don't know. There was a wide open uh, wide receiver in the end zone. KJ Hamler. Yeah, KJ Hamler. Um, but for whatever reason, he wants to force it to his, I guess, his A receiver. I, I think Russell Wilson might not be a top 15 quarterback anymore. And I think, I don't know, maybe the Seahawks, they fleeced. Oh, they fleeced. Absolutely fleeced. Right now, Geno Smith's playing much better than... Russell Wilson is. And it's also interesting to see how Russell Wilson, I thought, was well-liked in Seattle. I thought that the players there, the coaching staff, and the Seattle in general liked Russell Wilson. And now it's coming out that, like, um, Rashad Penny doesn't like Russell Wilson, and, and he never did. Um, I think and these other players Russ didn't put, like him. I think him. Russ puts on a persona. Someone called him a poser that I saw on social media the other day, and I don't like to be so, so critical. Oh, it was, it was Kyle Brandt on Good Morning Football. He said he was a poser, and that's kind of strong, but I do feel like he puts on a persona for the media, and some people are really good at doing that while, like, I do believe Steph Curry's a good person. He is just so good with the media, so well-spoken, all that stuff. Russ feels like he's trying too hard, and I feel like that, that like, kind of fakeness rubs off on his teammates, and they just don't like it. Like, think about, like, some of the top quarterbacks in the NFL, right? You think of Josh Allen, you think of Aaron Rodgers, um, and you think of Mahomes and Herbert, right? The only person I see that's super strong with the media of those four is 
uh, Aaron Rodgers, right? You're saying he's like not great with and the media? And he won and back-to-back uh, MVPs. No, he, he's very confident in his game and he's very egotistical. Yeah. But he deserved it because he won back-to-back MVPs. Those other guys- Are just laid back. They're very good at football, but because they haven't won those MVPs, they haven't won those Super Bowls, they're normal guys when they're talking to the media. And I think that every quarterback- Except for Mahomes, Mahomes kind of did. I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. I think Mahomes is laid back, though. Yeah, yeah. Do you need a personality, or you need crazy skill at quarterback, and or you need both? And I don't think Russ has either right now. Yeah, he has a big personality, and he has nothing to show for it so far. So, um, hopefully, coaching gets better. Hopefully, Russell Wilson can put the ball in the end zone because it doesn't seem like he can do that this year. Um, but yeah, let's move on from that game. Let's go to the first game of the week, which is at 6:30 a.m. Pacific time. The New York Giants are going to play Green Bay at a neutral stadium. So who do you have in this game? As the Green Bay Packers are favored by it's seven in London, points. Isn't it? It's in London, isn't it? It's going to be in London. That was a terrible British accent, by the way. Uh, I love Saquon Barkley. I think the Packers' run defense is not good, and I think that the Giants have a window to win this game. But in reality, I think the Packers are the better team. I'll give, give me the Packers. Yeah, I think the Giants are still that team that, you know, their record is not who they are. Um, I think they're probably still a, a bottom t- 10 team in the NFL, despite their record. Daniel Jones is awful. He's, he's actually terrible. And if it weren't for two rushing touchdowns, I mean, I don't think Daniel Jones belongs in the NFL whatsoever. I think Saquon Barkley is their entire offense, especially now that Sterling Shepard isn't playing either. Um, so, yeah, give me the Green Bay Packers, despite their difficulties in the passing game. Um, and I like Romeo Dobbs. Uh, Randall Cobb seemed like he did really well in crunch time. Lazard you need that well veteran too. receiver. So, yeah, overall, give me the Packers, although I am not high on the Packers right now. I'm not either, but I just think they're the better football team. All right, next game, we have the Seattle Seahawks facing off at New Orleans. The Seahawks are uh, five-point underdogs in this game, despite playing out of their minds on offense against the Detroit Lions. Um and it seems like all of the money is going towards Seattle in this game. Yeah, this feels like a weird Vegas game. I feel like this would be almost an even line the way the Seahawks have been playing. They've been the better team through and through this season. The Saints are, what, 1-3, and three, and their only win was against a Falcons team that they almost lost to? They should have lost to. Yeah, yeah. Andy Dalton's are starting quarterback. I mean, like, why are they favored by five points? I mean, Give Kim- me the Saints. Kamara's, Give me the Saints. Kamara's also coming back in this game. It's a Vegas um, game. Kamara's coming back. I don't know. I just feel like and Michael Thomas might not play, but I, I don't know. I just – Seahawks' defense is not good, and Geno's not going to be as good as he was against the Lions in every game. But he has been very good this year. This is why I don't – doesn't make sense. I'm picking the Saints because there's no reason that Lions should be there. If there's something up, I'm taking the Saints. Yeah, I think the Seattle defense is really bad. Um, and I really don't like this idea that Geno Smith is this insane quarterback. Um, and although some people are saying it's not surprising that this is, that Geno Smith is this good, I don't believe it for a second because when they played the 49ers in actually good defense, they folded and they're playing a really good defense this week. The Saints are a top 10 defense. So, um, yeah, give me the Saints as well. Um, I don't see how the Seahawks win this game. I think they're going to fold again. Now moving on to a dumpster fire game. We have the... No, it's not dumpster fire anymore. It's not. The Houston Texans facing off in Jacksonville. Uh, Jacksonville are seven-point favorites. I'm not as high on Jacksonville as a lot of other people are. Um, I don't think they're that good. I think the Colts might be just as good as they are, even though how bad the Colts looked last night. Um, 
but who do you have in this game? Look, I don't want to pick chalk again, but the Jaguars are the better team coming off a game where they, I think they only lost by one score against maybe the best team in the NFL with their t- quarterback turning the ball over five times. So I'll take the Jaguars. Trevor Lawrence will be better this week. Yeah, I mean, I, I don't know about this game. This game is one that I definitely want to stay away from. Um, I think that Damian, Damian Pierce, not Damian Harris, Damian Pierce um, is the only player on the Texans offense that you can really get excited about. And he might be the only player on this team that you can get excited about um, because it doesn't look like they have very many bright spots. I think um, as good as Davis Mills has been for his draft capital, he's a, a quarterback that you fill in for a year or two and then you go out and get somebody else. Yeah, they're drafting a quarterback but, um, I don't know. I guess I'll, I'll go with Jacksonville as well. I, I like to see a big James Robinson game um, because the Houston run defense is awful, and I feel like they're going to be ahead probably most of this game, and he had like 20 yards last week. So um, give me that James Robinson over 100 yards and a touchdown. Um, so, yeah, I'll go with Jacksonville. All right, moving on to the next game. We have the Pittsburgh Steelers facing off uh, the Buffalo Bills in Buffalo. Um this is the craziest spread I've seen in a long time. The Buffalo Bills are favored by 14 points. It's almost like a college line. It's almost like Alabama is playing the most irrelevant team you can think of. Um, that would be like a 50-point line. Uh, I, let's make this short and sweet. I'm taking the Bills. Look, the Steelers beat them week one last year. I feel minus like, 900. Yeah, no, it's like a crazy, crazy thing to pick the Steelers in this game. And I'm not going to be crazy. I'm going to take... The Bills, I don't know about a 14-point spread, but I just think, like, that line is crazy. Yeah, I, I feel like you're, a minus 900 spread is ridiculous. You have to take the Buffalo Bills to win this game, but, man, I do. <laughs> it's wild. Yeah, that is wild. Now let's move on to a divisional game. The Atlanta Falcons face off in Tampa Bay. Uh, the Tampa Bay is favored by 10. Um, who do you have? Give me the Bucks. I don't want to keep picking chalk, but uh, I think the Falcons will keep this game closer than you'd expect, but another week with their weapons mostly back, although Chris Godwin might still be injured. It's crazy. I, I hate to I'm see that. I'm pretty sure he's playing. But, uh, yeah, I think he's playing. Mike Evans, Julio might not be, but hopefully they know. I, I hope the Bucks win this game. I think they will win this game. I'll pick them at home. I think they'll bounce back from last week. And their offense wasn't terrible last week, so I, I like them to win this game. Yeah, um, Kyle Pitts has not been practicing. Um, I mean, he got ruled out. He got ruled out. He completely ruled he out? He ruled out. Yeah, so if Kyle Pitts is ruled out... They don't even use him. I don't even think he impacts the game anymore. I literally do not believe that if they're going to use him like this... Okay, but at least the defense was guarding him, right? Maybe maybe he's guarded so well that yeah, they're not Yeah, but that doesn't change my outlook on this game. I was picking the Bucks even if he was playing. Yeah. Um, the Falcons have covered in every single game this year, and that's, not, that, that's for good reason. Um, but they are not clutch whatsoever, and if... Their their best receiver, their best talent on offense is not playing in this game. Also, Cordell Patterson is not playing either because he's on IR. Um, yeah, give me Tom Brady and the Bucks. Now let's move on to the Chicago Bears playing at the Minnesota Vikings. Uh, the Vikings are seven and a half point favorites. Who do you have? I, I don't want to do it, but I just like are the Bears gonna win? Are the Bears really gonna win this game? They're no. not. They're not gonna win this game. Uh, give me the Vikings. I'm just Vikings are the better team. I like Justin Jefferson to have a big game. Uh, I like Khalil Herbert if if Dave Montgomery doesn't play also to to have another good game. And 
I think this game might be might be closer than people expect. The Vikings just always seem to have weird times in the divisional games, but I'll take the Vikings. Just they're just a significantly significantly better football team at pretty much every level of the field. Yeah, I I like uh, Dalvin Cook maybe to have a, a a first good game of the season because it hasn't it, they haven't had he hasn't had one all year. Um, so hopefully if Minnesota gets out in the first quarter for second quarter they just run David uh, they run Dalvin Cook for the rest of the game. Um, and hopefully he can have a big game. But yeah, give me the Minnesota Vikings. This game should not be close. All right, well, we have not differed so far. Next, we have the Tennessee Titans at the Washington Commanders. The Tennessee Titans are two-point favorites. Who do you have in this game? I just... Why are they only two-point favorites with the way Washington's been playing? That That's the type of feelings I get. Um, I, I... I like a Carson Wentz bounce-back game. But I still think the Titans are underrated. I still believe that they are underrated at this point. I will take the Tennessee Titans. I think they're the better team. Yeah, um, I will differ in this game as much as I don't want to bet on Carson Wentz because Carson Wentz is not a reliable quarterback. Um, I see this as a spot where um, a team that, um, I don't know, I feel like they have a lot of talent. They have Brian Robinson maybe getting his first game of the season. Maybe he'll spark people off the bench. Um, this is no football analysis whatsoever. This is a complete um, gut, feel. gut feeling that Carson Wentz will win this game. Um, and I don't even think Curtis Samuel's playing. So they really do not have very many offensive weapons. They don't have John Dotson either. Yeah, so it's <laughs> not looking good for me, but I, I'm going to go with the Washington I like, Commanders. I like the Brian game. Robinson take, the emotional. I like that. Yeah, you know, if someone gets shot in the leg, he takes one for the team. <laughs> Man, maybe he's gonna come back and he'll bring that bring that electricity and that uh, bulletproof nature that. off the bench onto the field. So give me the Washington Commanders to pull through. <laughs> now let's move on to the Miami Dolphins playing in New York against the Jets. The Miami Dolphins are three and a half point favorites with Teddy Bridgewater getting his second first start, first start, first start of the season. Second appearance, uh, or actually third appearance, because he got hurt. Yeah, Jesus, Tua. Anyway, like a quarter, if it's sure. Yeah. Yeah, uh, Teddy Bridgewater. I still think is like Tua is definitely a much better quarterback, but I still think the Dolphins should be favored by more in this game, and that's why I'm gonna pick the Jets. I don't like the weird Vegas lines. It's my first underdog pick, and I I don't like Zach Wilson. It's another gut feel. I just Jets are up and coming, and I feel like maybe you know Zach Wilson. Had a good fourth quarter last week, even though a really, really bad first three quarters. Maybe he carries that momentum. We saw him be a lot better at the end of last season than he was at the start of last season. Maybe he's going to start on that trajectory even faster this season. So his second game back, less rusty. He probably will be more rusty. It's just Zach Wilson. But hopefully he's less rusty, and I will pick the Jets to win the game. Um, I would pick the Dolphins to win this game, even if the line was like eight and a half. I would still like that line. Um... The Dolphins blitz more than any team in the NFL, and Zach Wilson is the worst player, or worst quarterback, under pressure. Um, so, just put those two and two together. He had one good drive in that last game and a receiving touchdown. Um, and I just do, do not see that happening this week. So, give me the Dolphins to win and to easily cover in this game. You do not need to throw the ball that deep for Tyree Kill and uh, Jalen Waddle to have good games and be productive. I don't so. believe the Jets are better. I just have a, it's a gut feel. Next, we have the Los Angeles Chargers playing at the Cleveland Browns. The Chargers are two-point favorites. 
Um, and I think this is because the Chargers are very, very weird this year. They are keeping a lot of games close that shouldn't be close. Um, and it seems like a lot of the money is on Cleveland. Keenan Allen is not playing this week. That was announced about an hour ago. Unfortunate because that was going to factor into my pick a little bit. But we haven't seen the Chargers' offensive explosion yet. And I mean, last week we had like Eckler with like three touchdowns. Right? Yeah, but I feel like we haven't seen that like wow moment from Herbert. I, he, he's had some great plays and some great games. Well, it's so funny because isn't Herbert leading the league in like. I believe he leads the league in passing, passing yards. He's yards? on pace for only like 150 less than the record. That might be the most underrated statistic of this season. That Justin Herbert is leading the league in passing yards with like a broken rib and his number one receiver being out for three games. Yeah, for three and a half. I mean, he was literally <laughs> only there for a half and he had like four catches. Anyway, Should he be the, the front runner for MVP? <laughs> I mean, they're only two and two. I think that's the thing. And that pick six people just don't like, even though it wasn't really his fault with Gerald Everett. I like the Chargers to go off in this game. Just the gut feel again, but just, just I feel like they're kicking into gear and the Browns are a good defense and I think Justin Herbert's just gonna have that like I'm him that that type of moment this week and I think that's why they're gonna blow out the Browns. I think this line is also a little bit weird. I think it's probably because Miles um, Garrett is probably I think he was back at practice. I don't know if he's playing the game. I'm, he's probably playing the game because he's back at practice. Um, also a really weird accident as well as a one car accident and he's just trying to avoid some kind of animal or something like that um but glad that he's okay now because he's one of the best players in the league um but i don't really care the chargers are going to win this game um and i'm pretty confident in it um i think eckler showed people who he is scored his first touchdown of the year his second touchdown of the year and his third touchdown of the year last uh last week and so austin eckler is back um, and obviously, Justin Herbert has been here all season long, but we already know he's good, and that's why he's not getting the coverage he deserves. Next game, we have the Detroit Lions playing at the Bailey Zappi <laughs> New Mac, England Mac Patriots. Jones is, Mac Jones is doubtful. That means Bailey Zappi is likely in line to get his first NFL start, the Tom Brady moment uh, for Bailey Zappi. And look, 60 college touchdowns last season. I know it was like Western Kentucky, but... Who cares? He's, he's, he's just Tom Brady. He's the second coming of Tom Brady. Why are the Patriots favoring this game? I have no idea. Lions have been better all season long. Give me the Patriots. Patriots are my favorite team. I'm a homer. They're at home. Bailey Zappi's magic. And they kept with the, they, they hung with the Packers last week. Uh, Damian Harrison and Rondre Stevenson have both looked really good this season. And our run game has just looked really, really good all season long. I like it to continue. Lions have a bad defense. Bailey Zappi, two-plus touchdowns. Watch. Yeah, I think this game is probably going to be super high scoring. And despite the run game of New England being their biggest offensive weapon, um, I still think that I could... It might be my hot take, my biggest hot take for the week, is that Ramadre Stevenson and Damian Harris both go for over 75 yards and a touchdown. The Lions are the worst run defense in the NFL, and the Patriots are a top five running offense in the NFL. So put those two together. You know what's going to happen. Honestly, give me the Detroit Lions in this game. Um, I know I just said that their defense is terrible, but their offense is like top five, and I think it's number one in points. This team can do anything. And, and Amon Ross Brown be, is hopefully coming back. Yeah, so their offense scores the most points, and their defense. We already know their defense is going to be bad, right? So their defense is going to be bad against a pretty bad offense. Then just give me their offense to be the best in the league and beat the Patriots. So 
Um, you yeah. just totally counteracted your argument, but I respect it. I didn't counteract my argument. I said their defense is terrible. Yeah, but you said you know what happens when their defense is terrible and the other team's offense is good against that type of bad defense. And then you said, the and Patriots the are going to put up points. Against the team that scores the most points in the NFL. You know what happened. Sounds like you were about to pick the Patriots. I saw this game already. All right. You saw the vision? I saw the vision. You want to put five on it? What? Five bucks on the game. Five bucks on the game? Hell no. <laughs> Next one. San Francisco 49ers playing at the Carolina Panthers. 49ers are six and a half point favorites in this game, which is actually a lot. I was not expecting six and a half points. I think the entire league... Um, and the media completely changed their opinions on the 49ers after demolishing, well, kind of demolishing the Rams because honestly, it was a pick six away from being a really close game. Um, if he didn't throw that pick six, I think they could have easily gotten to the red zone on that drive, scored, and we'd be talking about something completely different. Um, who do you have in this game? Give me the 49ers. You know, feels great, baby. As Jimmy once said, it's going to feel great after this game. Baker Mayfield's the worst starting quarterback in the NFL so far this year. Uh, and I think that trend continues. I like Christian McCaffrey to have a good game against the good front seven. I think he he's starting to find his – I think Baker's starting to figure out that he actually can throw the ball to Christian McCaffrey, and the team plays well when he does it. So I like Christian McCaffrey to have a good game and the Niners still to win. Yeah, Christian McCaffrey looked great last week. Um, and despite that, I think the 49ers are going to absolutely annihilate this team. I think DJ Moore is going to put up another dud. Baker Mayfield's going to show that he's the worst starting quarterback in the NFL again. And the 49ers are going to easily win this game. Hey, we Next, we have the Philadelphia Eagles playing at the Arizona Cardinals. The Eagles still being the only undefeated team in the NFL. Um, and only being five-point favorites in this game. Who do you have? It's weird. It feels like a trap game. Uh, it feels like, you know, what, not, not, you know, Cardinals were good last week. Um, you know, they're trending towards getting DeAndre Hopkins back in two weeks. But the Eagles are the better football team. I'm not picking against Jalen Hurts. They started terribly last week and still won against a team that I believe is better than the, uh, the Cardinals is the Jaguars. So I will take the Philadelphia Eagles. Yeah, I'm also taking the Eagles in this game. The Eagles are, as I say, every single week, time in, time out. I say the Eagles are my second favorite team in the NFL. Um, going into the year, or my favorite team to break out this year. Um, and they should have won that game by a lot more against the Jacksonville Jaguars. They should have won by like three touchdowns. The rain and some weird offensive coaching um, led to the game only being like a one-score, eight, nine-point game. Um, but give me the Eagles for sure. Next, we have the Dallas Cowboys and undefeated Cooper Rush playing at the LA Rams. Um, the Dallas Cowboys are five and a half point dogs in this game, despite being the favorites in the betting or being betted on uh, significantly more than the Rams. Who do you have? The betting numbers look fairly even right now, actually, for most of the stuff. Um, but I will take. See, the thing is, I've liked the Cowboys all week in this game, and this line being this big just makes me want to pick the Rams because why would Vegas make this line so high? But I've done enough Vegas-based picks today. Cowboys. Cooper Rush is going to be five and zero as a starter after this week, and the 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 cut Dak Prescott. Not really, but the Cooper Rush over Dak Prescott chance will get louder and louder. Yeah, I think that the LA Rams showed last week that they cannot stop people in open space, and I think the Dallas Cowboys can get guys like Tony Pollard and uh, even Noah Brown looks really good in open space. And now they get Schultz back, uh, being fully healthy because he definitely did not look healthy last week. Um, so give me a 5-0 Cooper Rush start to his NFL career. Next, moving on to the Sunday night football game, 
the Cincinnati Bagels playing at the Baltimore Ravens. The Ravens are three and a half point favorites. Who do you have? I have the Cincinnati Bengals. Joe Burrow owns the Ravens. I know Lamar has been amazing this year, but I know we're talking about Burrow who, what, he had, what, three picks, four picks week one? Did he have four week one? It was, it was not a good number. I think it was four picks and a fumble. And he has now four picks on the season. He has been lights out the last few weeks, last two especially, averaging, you know, he's, he's over 1,100 yards or almost 1,100 yards on the year. So I just believe that he's been great. Higgins and Chase, I love to go off in this game. Both of them, I would feel confident in both of them going off. I like the Bengals in this game. It's just they it, – some teams just – Niners-Rams have a thing. Bengals-Ravens, there's a thing. I'm taking the Bengals. Yeah, some teams um, – I was listening to a different podcast on the Ringer, and they were talking about how some teams have an inertia where they just need to get the ball rolling, and then they'll make constant movement, af- movement after that. But if you're stopped – you are just going to be stopped the rest of the year, and that's what you are going to be for the rest of the year. And I think the Bengals are one of those teams that just needed to get the ball rolling, and then they'll be good for the rest of the year. And I think that that original game, that initial game, they looked so bad and almost won. They should have easily beat the Cowboys. It was an absolute fluke game, and the other two games, they looked great. So give me the Cincinnati Bengals in this game. Jamar Chase and T. Higgins own the Ravens secondary, and the Ravens secondary has not been improving whatsoever this season. So... Uh, Give me them, both of them, to have huge games this week. Now for the final Monday night game, uh, we have the Las Vegas Raiders playing uh, in Kansas City. The Kansas City Chiefs are seven-point favorites, which is probably, I'm assuming, the highest favorited, the the biggest differential in a primetime game this year. Um, Who do you have? You know, it's a weird, weird thing. These divisional games are always closer than you'd expect. The Chiefs are the better football team, and I will take the Chiefs. I don't feel like there's any Vegas tomfoolery here. But the Raiders have really not looked terrible. They've been in every game and just gotten, you know, they've choked a couple times. Whether you call it being unlucky or just being bad down the stretch in games, that's a problem. But they've hung in all these games. I think they will hang in and the Chiefs will win. Uh, Give me the Las Vegas Raiders. I think Derek Carr always looks good in primetime. And I think Devontae Adams um, is going to go off this week. They've been very, very underwhelming. And as much as I thought the Broncos were going to win again, that was an obvious win for the Raiders. The Raiders aren't going to go 0-4. Their team is just too talented. Um, But I think a lot of these guys on their team always perform in primetime. Max Crosby always looks good when I uh, in in big games. Um, As much as I think the Chiefs are probably the best team in the NFL, give me the upset on Monday night in an individual matchup. You never know what's going to happen in divisional games. So... Those are our game picks for the week. We differed on a few, and we think Las Vegas knows more than we do. So sometimes we rely on Vegas. Um, You're relying on Vegas on Monday night. Yeah, I, no, I'm not. I, oh, yeah, I, I literally am relying on Vegas on Monday night. Uh, but thank you guys for listening. Make sure to download the podcast. Follow us on Instagram, TikTok, and Twitter, all at Bay Takes. Um, and good luck this weekend with your fantasy rosters because I'm going to need it. Twitter has an underscore at the end. Thank you, guys.